Hey guys, Dr. Rob Kelly here. I'm on the On Call Empath. It's going to be a fantastic show. We're talking about addiction. We're talking about alcoholism as well. Raj is the man, let me tell you. It's going to be awesome. Tune in, listen to it. There's some great stuff. See you soon, guys. You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. All right, guys, we are back for yet another episode of the On Call Empath, but not just any episode. This is the Elite Coaches Series. What I do is I look for hundreds and hundreds of guests, and I look for those that are the absolute best in their fields. And I got a treat for you. This gentleman has been on all over the media from the doctors, uh, Good Morning America, Texas, all the way to USA Today. I mean, he's been on TV. He's got a lot of media behind him. And his name is Dr. Rob Kelly. Now, if you're dealing with addiction, whether it's alcoholism, drug addiction, uh, any type of addiction, this is an episode you do not want to miss. We take a deeper dive. And like I said, Dr. Rob Kelly is one of the best in his fields of study. This is probably one of the only podcast episodes over like 150 episodes where somebody actually gives out their personal number so they can help people out there. That's how dedicated this man is. And I've been waiting for months to get him on my podcast. I'm getting all the big names, guys. It's happening. And he is one of them. And if you're dealing with any type of addiction, whether it's alcohol, drug addiction, this is an episode. Please share with a friend that might be going through a hard time. Uh, this could save lives. And I wanted to do this episode so bad because I know right now there's a lot of people hurting and you may not be an alcoholic or you may not like have like addiction issues, but we all have something, whether it's even positive, toxic positivity, going to the gym too much, going on your phone too much, everything. And I mean, everything has to be in moderation guys. And so I wanted to do this episode um, and give this to the world to let them know that there is hope. And so I don't know who needs to hear this, but if you're out there and you're suffering, you're not alone. And that's why I wanted to give this to the world. The names are getting bigger and bigger. So don't miss the next episodes. Enjoy this one, guys, because I certainly did. All right, guys, we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath. And today... I have a very special guest that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Look at those guns if you guys can watch this on YouTube. But Dr. Rob Kelly, recovery expert. Rob, Dr. Rob, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing amazing, Raj. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So for the, all those people that are listening out there, I'm just going to kind of let you tell them a little bit about you and what led you uh, work into addiction and mental health in, in that field. So my name is Dr. Rob Kelly. They call me the addiction doctor. I specialize in addiction, drugs, alcohol, and trauma. Trauma is the gateway drug, by the way, guys. Um, I'm from Manchester, England, just in case you thought of, I thought I was from California with my accent. <laughs> and uh, I've been in America, well, Texas, really, for about 15 years now. And I came over here only for two weeks and 15 years later, uh, I'm still here. I became an American citizen about uh, 12 months ago. So yeah, good to be here. Congrats. Happy to be here. It's going to be a great podcast, guys. Listen up. Absolutely. 
And you've been on all over the news uh, from the doctors that I used to watch on TV, Eye Opener, Good Morning America, Texas. I can go on and on, but you're in the media spotlight from this. Um, so you've been, I'm sure, talking to a lot of people about addiction. Let's just dive right into it. What triggers addiction in your in your eyes? So with the research we've done over the last 30 years uh, intensely with addiction and alcoholism, I'm going to make a statement that will probably blow people's minds, but alcoholics are born and drug addicts are made. Alcoholics are different. The brain is different than the drug addict brain or any other brain. There's two parts of the brain, which we'll get into later, that differs. So uh, the reason I got into it is I'm a chronic alcoholic. I lost my my kids, my house, my cars, my wife, my my insanity. And I went from you know a really nice house, driving brand new Mercedes every year, um, anything that I wanted, millionaire uh, type of thing to homelessness. I mean, I've just lost everything because of alcohol, not drugs in my case, but alcohol just stripped me of everything. And I, I was on the streets for 14 months. But I remember on the streets during my sober time because I was drunk most of the time. He's like, how did I get here? Why didn't some doctor or nurse tell me what was going on? And the, and the reason why they didn't is because they didn't know. And, and they still don't know you know, to the effect that, that our research has done and proven that uh, there's a lot more to the trauma and the alcoholic and addict than meets the eye. You know, if you ask normal people out there, what's an alcoholic, they'll tell you the same thing. It's too much. People who drink too much alcohol or abuse alcohol. And that's not the truth. That's, yeah, it's staggering numbers, especially now after COVID, a, a lot of people are just turning to all kinds of addictions and it's really tough uh, nowadays. So I know a lot of people that are tuning in empaths, we have our self ways to self soothe. And sometimes that leads to addiction. I'm, you know, guilty of it too, but you know, what type of treatments do you utilize for, especially with trauma victims and people that have been through trauma, would you say? Well, we use uh, brain spotting, which is a, a new treatment out, um, which pulls the trauma from the subconscious brain into the prefrontal cortex by going through the pupils. It's a bit like MDMR, EMDR, if, yeah. if uh, you guys know what that is. So we use that. We use neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, we use somatic experience, and we use uh, psychology um, you know, to go back. And then we, we, we go back. We uncover, discover, discard from the trauma, because trauma is the key here. Alcoholism alone is bad enough, but when you when we research and find that the trauma is the driving force behind this, and when you realize that you know a measurement or learned behavior from children growing up in alcoholic families are passed from generation to generation, so we often get the girl coming to us and going, "Doctor Rob, please tell me why I keep attracting the same guy that ends up to be drinking heavily and beats me up," and it's like, "Let's look at your caregivers. We'll see what because we be we begin to feel that that's a normal life." So when that girl comes out and grows up and gets into a relationship, unless it's chaos, it doesn't feel real, you know, silence and, and love and, and warmth and, and peaceful is it's awkward to them. They, they, so they start and attract them kind of people that are lead them down the path that they already know. Mm -hmm. So I want to know what your take is. I know there's like a lot of different, help and treatments, 12-step programs. What is your take on that? Do, do traditional 12-step programs, things like that, going to a counselor, do those things uh, sometimes help? I mean, would you say, or 
I mean, what what would you say about those things? I mean, it's like everything else. I think everything helps. You know, if someone can get clean and sober uh, by seeing therapists or going to 12-step meetings, great. The problem with 12-step meetings today, it's nothing like the old timers used to do it. The book's been abused. Nobody understands it. So sure. the percentage went from 100% down to 3% today. Same with treatment centers. Treatment centers, now there's some fantastic ones that we work with, probably millions in the world, but 90% of the treatment centers are a business and they need to earn money and they're not really interested. They teach people things like relapse prevention, which is sure. crap. Also, again, <laughs> therapists, amazing. But I tell people who see therapists, if you don't see a difference or a change after the first session, get another therapist. Because this isn't, you know, I hear it all the time. I see my therapist for five years. Why? Why? <laughs> what? Are you paying for this? It's like, get the results. It's not that yeah. hard. Once you know what you're doing, you get in there. 90 days is what we do. Yeah. It takes the chemicals to reset in the brain for 90 days. And uh, it's an hour a day. We go in, we we do what we need when we come out and you get on with your life and you're happy mm -hmm. and, you know, you can deal with the stresses of this world. Now, speaking of programs, um, you have a program. How, how can you tell if a patient is really, a, is following that program? Like, is there any signs that they are or is there anything you can tell? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a second PhD. I have a PhD in psychologist, but I have a second PhD in behavioral science. So I can tell on screen whether they're lying or not, but it's intense. I mean, you spend one hour a day with me for five days and it's seven days a week for 90 days and two days with my psychotherapist that goes back to the trauma. Mm -hmm. You have homework, you have assignments, you have to check in four times a day, specifically at a certain time. You know, we will come over once a month and visit you and, you know, we'll check on you. We'll get a, a private detective mm -hmm. to follow you if we have to. I mean, we, our success wow. is 97%. It's unheard of. <laughs> We're the only company in the world that offer a money-back guarantee if you relapse while following our program. It, that's it. Put your money where your mouth is. I mean, we just have to go the extra length. And the reason why I do that, guys, is because I've never seen my youngest daughter since the age of one, when it all came to a head for me. And I've never seen my ex-wife since then. Mm. Uh, it disrupted my parents. My, my mom died years mm. earlier than she should because the cancer spread further because of worrying about me mm -hmm. was on the streets. It's like, I paid the freaking price. Yeah. I don't want you to pay the price. I mean, two years ago, my daughter got in touch mm. with me on, on the messenger. And now she's my lead therapist mm. in our Manchester UK office, which is beautiful. My, mm. my sister, Sandra, she's going to be joining us next month. So it's a family business sure. helping another family. Yeah. And a very interesting. And so there is somebody listening to this particular episode right now who may be addicted to, you know, alcohol or medication or something out there, um, but they're afraid to come out. They're afraid to get help. What can you tell that one person that's right now listening to this particular episode that's the first step they can do to kind of get the shame and not worry about and just kind of going forward with recovery. What what would you tell that person? The first and most important thing to do is to start dialogue with somebody. I know it's shameful. It was for me. So every patient I've worked with over ooh, 8,000 patients now, um, it's shameful. It's horrible. You don't want to do this. You know, all that great stuff. Start dialogue with a friend or call our call my company up. We'll never try and sell you anything. We'll redirect yeah. you nine out of 10 times because I only take on four or five patients at any one time and we'll fall for another, mm -hmm. you know, six months or whatever. But we will talk to you. And what's most importantly to start the dialogue is you think, believe me, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you think that you're the only person going through this and it's shameful. Mm -hmm. You are not. One in three people have a problem with alcohol and drugs or some kind of addiction. Everybody knows somebody who struggles with alcohol or drug addiction. And if you don't, it's probably you. Mm -hmm. You call us up and we'll talk to you and we'll redirect you to wherever you, you need to go. Mm -hmm. Where Our company is telehealth only, so there's a good chance we'll, we'll direct you. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing to remember, guys, is if you're a, a loved one, if you're a mom, dad, if you're a wife, you know, and you're really worried and he won't get help, you can call our company free of charge and speak to our staff for the next 50 years. I don't care how long you spend. <laughs> and we'll direct and we'll be here and we'll listen and we'll direct you can always do that as a partner of somebody who's suffering because we just want to be here for you. This isn't about the money. This is about one human being with the knowledge, all my staff have knowledge of the disease, helping somebody that doesn't. And you guys, this is one of the reasons why I wanted Dr. Rob Kelly on here. It's, I really believe like what he's saying, he's really in it to help people because there's a lot of programs out there, especially online. You're not sure. And you make the call and they're, trying to just get you into some program or sell you something. And it's just, it gets overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted you on here. You're one of the best in your biz for what you do. Um, so just kind of switching gears here, as far as the difference between alcohol dependent and drug dependent, uh, what would you say is the biggest difference uh, in, in those two? Biggest difference is two, two little spots in the brain. And that is the hypothalamus and the basal ganglia differs from any other, okay? So let's talk about the alcoholic because that's what I am. The hypothalamus tells people it's a, it's a natural instinct survival part of the brain. It tells you to drink water, to eat food, to survive, to, tells you when to run, when to hide, you know, fight or flight part of the brain. With alcoholism, what happens is you are born this way with uh, self-sabotaging your pathways and a, and a default setting with the hypothalamus and the basal ganglia. At a certain point of our drinking, this is only when you start to drink, because then we have the allergy, the hypothalamus tells the alcoholic just to drink alcohol. That's why alcoholics can go days or weeks without water or food. Mm. The other part of the brain that differs with alcoholics to anybody else is the basal ganglia. And it's imagine a repetition strength and confirms like circle in your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to learn something, you do... 2000 hours at it and you're pretty good at it it's like driving a car at first it seems awkward the more you do it the easier it gets you don't have to think about it there's a default setting within that basal ganglia with alcoholics that we get the job back get the wife everything's going good you know mm -hmm. things can't be better and then we self-sabotage by by drinking that needs yeah. to be corrected as well once them two are connected right. and you have a spiritual kind of this spiritual journey no matter what you think mm -hmm. it's not a god thing it's not a religious thing a spiritual journey when you connect with some sort of higher power universe uncle jimmy whatever it is that's when you start to get well but that's why alcoholics can't just give up i had it all the time if you can just give up for your kids or just give up for your poor wife it's like we do not have a choice when we're in the disease it's not a choice you think i wanted to stab my wife three times one night because she won't let me finish my bottle of vodka no that's not me but that's the disease. And that's what you have to remember is yeah. if you have a loved one that's in the depth of the disease, yeah. this is not them. It's like an alien. It's like a devil being there. It's not them. They don't look like them. They don't act like them. They definitely don't think like them. They're a mo we're a monster when we're under the influence of that. So you really have to bear that in, in, in mind when you come through that neuroscience and trauma fixes this permanently, permanently.
This is not, oh, I just want a week sober. No, permanent. Right. And if, if I don't know about you, you guys out there listening, but if I'm going to be sober, I'm going to do something with my life. I'm not going to sit at home in a one bedroom apartment that's falling apart. You know, I want to be a millionaire. I want that car, yeah. wife, house, whatever it is, because I'm not drinking. Because the studies yeah. we've seen as well as the alcoholic brain is far more advanced than the normal brain. So when we get rid of the alcohol and we get rid of the self-sabotaging neural pathways and we've corrected the two parts of the brain that are default, we can do anything that we want, anything. Mm-hmm. I always had patients used to say to me, Raj, you go, well, I couldn't be United, <laughs> you know, president of the United States. I beg to differ. <clears throat> Despite your political views, we've just had a business and run the country. Don't tell me you can't do anything you want once you get sober yeah. and clean and the thought pattern, once you restore back to sanity again, we yeah. can do anything. Brain is very powerful if you put your mind, or your mind is very powerful as long as you put your mind, you can do anything. So, Here's one thing. So someone might be listening here on the podcast who occasionally drinks, but needs that drink to kind of unwind at the end of the day. Maybe they, you know, single parent, they, you know, very stressful day, have a glass of wine. And it seems to be something that they have under control, but it's starting to creep up. In your opinion, like if somebody's like, doesn't think like it's like a very big deal, but it other people around them, the loved ones think that it does influence a lot of their lives. Like they're dependent on it. They can't really, I mean, they're functioning. They're do, going to their work. They're doing their job. They're taking care of the kids, but it's not like overtaking their lives. So what, it, I mean, is that a, a, a big problem? I mean, can we fix that before it becomes a, a full blown, uh, you know, like become alcoholism at that point? Yeah, of course we can. I mean, if, if you think you, you have a problem with alcohol, trace back your generation, ask your parents. If mom and dad are not alcoholic, ask what was granddad like, what was grandma like, yeah. or, or people around, sister, brother, because it's a family disease. It's a family generational. So if there's no alcoholism in your family, then you're not an alcoholic. It may skip a generation or two, but it doesn't skip five generations. But what you are is you're abusing alcohol. And the abuser of alcohol or somebody who drinks so much alcohol can stop or moderate given a good reason, the alcoholics can't. So they're just uh, spiraling out of control and they need help. But if you sat on thinking I drink too much wine, stop drinking too much wine. <laughs> you know, if you're drinking seven days, try and stop for one. You know, start, try and have four days a week. If you can't, then it's in your family somewhere. Yeah. But for those guys that can, by the way, because my wife drinks every now and again. I have friends that drink. If you can come home and have a glass of wine to, to, to rewind, that's exactly what I would do if I could. It's just I'm allergic to the ethanol in alcohol, which means I can't drink it safely. Mm-hmm. You can. So a lot of it is common sense. I know people come home every night. They have two or three glasses of wine. Well, a bottle. Let's get serious. They have a bottle of wine, go to bed, get the next day, go do the business. That's fine. Okay. When it starts to finet- uh, affect your work. So this is our qualifier of an alcoholic or not. When you take the first drink, can you stop? And if you can't stop, you're in trouble. But if you can, miss a, miss a night, you know, just miss, yeah. you know, go down from three glasses to one glasses for a week. If you right. can do that, you're great. If you can't, you have a problem. Get it fixed. Yeah, guys. I mean, even if you, you if you can't stop and it's like everyday thing, you need it to unwind or to, you know, to relax at the end of the day, definitely get that checked, you know, if you can't stop. Um and then just to kind of go back on genetics. Um, so 
would you say like there's a 100% like correlation between somebody that might have addiction gene, maybe it's not alcohol, but gambling or whatever medication, if they have that gene, let's say, there's a big chance of them becoming uh, addicted to something, correct? I mean, 100%. In- and, and the reality is, of the, you know, 2020, when we look and do our research is everybody's addicted to something, just that some are ingrained into the brain, like alcoholism, and some are learned behavior like drug addiction. Mm-hmm. You no, know, so there's, there's various kinds of addiction. But, you know, as you go along, you, you'll, you'll find your own path. Some addictions are good. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine goes to the gym every day. He looks amazing. <laughs> His thought pattern is amazing. Yeah. But if you find yourself going on vacation with the family, and the first thing you do is tell them that every nine o'clock you're going to the gym in the hotel. You may have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> Even good things that might appear good. And it's moderation, basically. I mean, you yes. use too much of anything. It could pretty much ruin your life, even working out. But so just kind of wrapping up here, um, I'm going to give you the kind of like the last word just to kind of give like some advice to somebody who... Um, may want to come out and they're listening to this podcast and they're coming to terms that, okay, yes, I have a problem. Um, but they're just too scared to come out of their shell or do yeah. anything about it or tell their loved one. What, what can you tell that person that's currently listening to this episode that they can take away right after this? So if you're sat at home listening to this and you're in that category, Raj just talks about, or you sat at home thinking you'll never amount to anything, you'll never be any good, and you can't get out of your, this black hole. First of all, I want to apologize to you because somebody's put that there. We are born with million-dollar minds. Stop hanging around 10-cent minds, okay? Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. But listen, Raj mentioned at the beginning of the program that I'm into this with my old heart, with my family. I am. If you're sat at home and contemplating anything silly, and we all know what that means, yeah. or you're stuck with nobody to call, Okay, two one four six zero 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 two one zero is my personal cell phone number. I will give you a 10 minute pep talk that will change your life. And mm-hmm. if I fail on doing that, I will send you a hundred dollars. It's a win win mm-hmm. situation. Now, it's always best to text, obviously, because I'm a busy guy, mm-hmm. I'm running a multi million dollar business here, but I'm never too busy to speak to that guy who really needs help or that girl. Mm-hmm. So text me if you're in that situation. Mm-hmm. I would rather put 10 minutes aside for you to get you in mm-hmm. a place where you can go on and do some amazing things than hear of your funeral every single day of the week. That's why people say I'm crazy giving you mm-hmm. phone number. I ain't crazy. I just haven't forget where I come from. I've not forgot yeah. all the pain I had to go through and the pain sometimes I still go through because I'm a youngest daughter. It's like, it's all about helping another human being. That's what it's about. You know, if we can do, I compliment three people every time I leave the house and I, and it, cause I mean, I'm blessed with money. I, I bless somebody monetary, whether it be a hundred dollars or $10,000, it makes no, no difference. It's just that I want to be here for you guys listening to this. Cause this is a special yeah. show. You guys, I got goosebumps. I've ne- out of like 150 some guests. I've never had anyone give their cell phone number on the air like that. And that should tell you the intentions and that this man wants to help and I wouldn't just have him on just for no reason. So if you guys are suffering, you have his number, all the information will be on the bio of this podcast. This is very serious to anyone that might be hurting. So 
I just want to ask you where we can find you and what are you up to uh, coming up end of 2022 going into 23? Well, uh, Dr. Rob Kelly and any search engine, I spell my name with two B's, R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y.com is the website. Jump on there. There's a, there's a book or two on there that you'll find interesting. If you don't, send me a text. I'll refund you $9. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and uh, a lot of exciting things. They're doing a lot of TV coming up. There's a big... Uh, series next year that's coming up that we're about addiction and lots of radio stuff lots of media stuff and you know just helping people we only take on four patients at any one time um so we've got six now at the moment so we're really busy but yeah just exciting i mean you know i i, I just live i live for today raj i have no mm-hmm. idea what i'm doing tomorrow but i know it's exciting you know i i like to excite people you know i like to believe um with the knowledge i have that i can change anybody's life mm-hmm. alcoholic or not to becoming a better person. In fact, four of my six right now are not even alcoholics or addicts. They're just in that rut. Mm-hmm. And they want to go on to better their lives, get that wife, get you know, stuff like this. That's very hard to do. Is I, I I motivate people to get to a better place. And then we do addiction. So we put yeah. families back together, you know, and I love it. So people said, I'm 61 now, Raj. And people said, by the <laughs> you time look you're great, 60, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. If by the time you get to 65, surely after 35 years, you're going to retire. And my answer is always the same. Until he put me in the ground, still going to help people all the time. Still going to do it. Bring joy to people's lives. Smile every day and just be the best person I can be. So, yeah, all exciting stuff, man. Oh, and my sister's coming over here in November to live <laughs> in America with me from England. Okay. She'll be taking over as my office manager. Boom, baby. <laughs> There you have it, guys. Definitely check him out. He's the real deal. I'll have everything in the links below. So again, you're always welcome back and keep doing what you're doing because you're obviously making a big impact in this world. So thank you. Thank you, man. Great being on the show. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, guys, that does it for this episode of the Elite Coaches Series. Please share this with anyone that might need it and uh, always keep moving forward. And we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.